have a nice day. Hey, beautiful. It's Friday, June 18th, 2021. Welcome to Have a Nice Gay, the podcast equivalent of finding out that a treasured young adult novel you loved as a kid is totally woke and actually aged really well. <laughs> I'm Chris Hagee from the We Read Movies podcast, and I'm here with my friend Mike from Gayish. How's it going? Just awesome. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing excellent. That was an oddly specific uh, lead in there. This must have happened with an actual book. I uh, cannot say for sure that uh, the Amber Spyglass is not still awesome, but it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, uh, today, what I wanted to talk about is just because it's Pride Month and we're talking about pretty often the history of Pride and stuff like that. I just wanted to talk about the Pride flag, more specifically, the one that is called the Progressive Pride flag which you might have seen around. And if you ever wondered what the colors are and why it looks like that, I'm here to tell you. So uh, the progressive pride flag was a take on the old pride flag of just the rainbow colors with a sort of a notch cut out in the left-hand side of it to add a black, brown, blue, pink, and white area sort of intruding into the pride flag. Um, it was designed by a man named Daniel Quasar. He, he just wanted to make sure that all of the queer umbrella was represented and included in a single flag. Um, so the original pride flag had uh, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sunlight, green for nature, blue for harmony, and purple for spirit. Didn't it also have indigo and pink? Um, I Maybe... I think it I I thought it did. The very first one? Yeah, they had they got rid of it cuz the um they couldn't get the fabric. I oh. is is my understanding. Yeah, I mean, sometimes pragmatism makes you redesign your flag. I've heard yeah. that before. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, this progressive pride flag uh, was a Kickstarter, and they had to raise a, a certain amount of money to get a high enough quality of fabric for for this for this flag. Um but to that pride flag uh, uh, that base pride flag there's added uh, a, a a first is a black stripe and that is supposed to represent marginalized people of color and also represent those who have to fight and live with aids uh and or those that have died and all the stigma that surrounds that um then there's a brown stripe and that represents marginalized people of color communities then uh the blue pink and white stripes are for the trans pride flag the blue represents uh, trans pride is traditionally the color for boys. Uh, Cupid is the name of the pink color or light pink, uh, which is traditionally the color for girls. And then the, the white area is a reference to the trans pride flag for those who are transitioning, those with a new, neutral gender, no gender, and those who are intersex. And um, there, there are some people who find this flag uh, controversial, but I actually really enjoy it. I think that it is striking and I see it more and more all over the place. It's It was just invented in 2018, so it sort of is new to the scene of pride flags. But um, if you've ever wondered about that flag now, hopefully you know a little bit more about it and, and why it looks the way it does. I have to say, uh, visually, I actually just kind of like it better than mm -hmm. the regular rainbow flag. I think it's I think it's a more appealing... I don't know. Look about it. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's the pride mm. flag. Excellent. The progressive uh, pride flag. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's it 
on Have a Nice Gay. Join us tomorrow for LGTBQ. Nailed it. We are at Have a Nice Gay Pod on all social media, and our website is haveanicegay.com. Uh, if you have... Hmm. I was about to say if you have opinions about the pride flag, uh, hmm. email us about it. But you know what? Only email us if you have good opinions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> at pod at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, have a nice gay, Mike. Have a nice gay, Chris. Have a nice gay.